Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. You know what I mean? Need some power. This fool said. Are we on? We're here old school. Are we on, Austin? We're going. All right. My bad. We are live down here at the Scarlet Hotel, UNL Innovation Campus. Old school. We got special guests. They're actually, your local resident here. We got Kenny Wilhite, the OG, uh, one of my big brothers, uh, sitting in today for the first hour. So we're going to get into uh, the ins and outs of the, of the UNL program, some pro stuff. Uh, but down here... At the uh, Scarlet Hotel, uh, come out, t- come check out the newest r- rooftop patio bar, the Bard Owl, one of the top newest hotels in Lincoln, the Scarlet Hotel, again, located on Innovation Campus. Um, then also, if you have a little bit of free time from 530 to 7, head over to the Cosmic Eye at 68th and P uh, for the Big Brothers, Big Sisters event. Um, you can buy the tickets, obviously, online or right there at the location. Uh, there will be a host of ticket personalities there, including myself, um, uh, right about six o'clock, all the way up till seven. So, um, old school is brought to you today by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese Special Ingredients, located at 84th and Havelock. I always say every type of meat, every type of cut. Now we got the pleasantries out of the way. You know what I'm saying, Kenny? <laughs> I got hey, you, brother. DP didn't tell you he was about to get you about to get hoodwinked in here. You know I'm no. putting you on the, I'm putting you on the hot seat, my brother. No, you he know? did not. No, he did. You not. You know I got I got to ask all the hard hitting questions, but. Uh, you know, we'll dive into uh, a little bit of the program. One thing I always want to ask, can you, you know, I was down there, so I don't, I mean, I kind of know the answer, but I always wanted to ask about the process of recruiting compared to your first, like, three or four years there to, like, the last three. Obviously, with NIL and just the, the difference of social media, because when, when you first started working down there, social media was in the infancy stages. Yes. Now... When you got guys, I always tell people when pe- when these kids show up, whether it's junior day or sophomores or the close, and obviously when they're you know during their senior year or after senior year come on recruiting trips, they might have had more interviews than me and you ever had in four years of being in Nebraska and oh, starting. Yes. So talk about three years at the beginning and maybe the last three years and the difference of the kids and how they show up on campus and maybe how you have to recruit them. Because so, I imagine that would change a little bit. Oh, it changed a lot. Right. I was coaching at uh, Central Arkansas in 2012. Right. And one of our guys was like, hey, are you on Twitter? I'm like, what? <laughs> he was like, are you on Twitter? And I'm like, Twitter for what? Right. He was like, to find recruits. So I'm like, man, I'm not getting on no Twitter to, right. to try to find no recruits. Fast forward two years later, I'm at Nebraska, mm-hmm. 2014. Aaron Carney, who's the director of player development, I mean, director of player personnel, then said, hey, you need to get a Twitter account so you can follow these recruits. recruits. I'm like, man, I'm not getting on Twitter. Right. You know, I'll, I'll you, you tell me who to look at, and I'll look at them, and I'll right. contact the coach. Well, fast forward three months later, I'm on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Twitter has been a really, really good outlet for you. Right. It can be good and bad. Yeah. 
But you can find kids faster on Twitter. Yeah. The process speeds up. Communication, communication. right? Communication. Yeah. Uh, you can DM them right. certain times, but their film is on Twitter. Right. So you watch their film. If you like them, then you uh, contact the coach. You have the coach bring the kid into his office, have the kid call you, start the communication process. Because right. you can't really talk to them or DM them to their junior year. Okay. So. And, and uh, I remember when I was getting recruited, you know, there was one day, I think it was like August 1st, mm-hmm. right, where you could get an official phone call. Yes. Is that true or is it multiple no, it's, times? It's, it's, no, it's still yeah. the junior year. Junior year. August 1st. And then how – and then what, what it technically – I always – when you hear about the dead period, does that mean you can't even talk to recruits or you can't have guys on campus? What, what is that? Is there, or is it just a break from the whole process of recruitment? You can text them. You right. can DM them. But you can't okay. do a phone call. I got you. During dead period. You can you get one call mm-hmm. a week. So, but you have the kid, you can DM the kid now and tell him, hey, call me. And then once he calls you, then it's fine. It's, it's fine. Okay. They can reach out to you anytime. All right. You just can't reach out to them during dead period. Dead period, you can't have any kids on campus. Man. So. That's, that, 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 that's almost a, a a job in itself. You oh, know, yeah. where you got, you like, you know, because usually communication is so quick now. Now you're like, hey, I can't pick up the phone, but I got to shoot you a text. No, you can pick up the phone. Right. They can call you. You can pick up the phone. Okay. You just can't physically call them. I got you. But yeah, you have to know rules, right? You know, you have to pass a recruiting test, right? You know, you got to get, and it always is changing, right? And the, yeah. the, the the rules are always change. always are changing. The months change, days of the month change, right? So it, it, you know, once you pass it now, they pass the rule. You pass it one time, you don't have to ever take it again. Oh, that's cool, then. Yeah, right. And in, and is it open book? I like them types of tests. <laughs> it's open book, <laughs> right? But the, but the wording is crazy. Yeah, I mean, you can take fifteen practice tests, and then when you get there, it's totally when you get different. there, it may not be any none of those questions on mm-hmm. that test. I want another thing I wanted to ask you is, you know, when we were there, you know, Nebraska developed the players, and it was developed through having older players like yourself, not only while I was here, but coming back, mm-hmm. you know, keeping an eye on us and inspiring us. Um, talk about at when you look at a guy, say, coming in from high school or JUCO or you know, NI or a transfer and transfer portal. What are the few qualities that you can spot right away? They're like, yeah, he's going to make it. And not even about being All-American. He's going to make it or he's not going to make it. Well, I'm usually a good judge of character. Right. Um, and we talked about it earlier. Just little things like you go to shake somebody's hand. Uh-huh. And his hand, and he's got a limp handshake. Right. You're like, oh. That's a European handshake. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh. Yeah. I don't know about this kid. Just his demeanor, mm-hmm. his approach to everything. Um, You'd be like, oh, this kid ain't going to make it. Or right. This, this place is going to eat this kid up. Now, there's, you know, when I first got here, they brought a couple kids in, and I, I called it. Right. I said, them three won't be here long. And they weren't here long. They weren't here long. <laughs> I said, they're not going to be here long. Right. Just the way they, they, they carry themselves. themselves. You know, it's, you know you're, you're, you're the man in high school. Right. But when you get to a, a Division One program. You're just a guy. You're just a guy. Right. You know, you, you got to find your way and fit in, get in where you fit in. Um, there was only one guy since I've been here that came in as a freshman. And I said, that guy's going to be the man. And that was Stanley Morgan. Yeah. You know, and then he comes in, and then you hear the veterans ranting and raving about him. Hey, Stanley's this, Stanley's that, right. Stanley's this, Stanley's that. So that was only one guy that I knew. the way Right he, from the get-go. Right from the get-go, yeah. the way he carried himself, he was going to be okay. What's – uh, you know, I think not getting too deep into it, I always feel like since, you know, you've been blessed to be here through different regimes, right? Very blessed. If you could go back to, like, say, like the three coaches and just give them, like, like 
two words of advice or like three things or, you know, word, a little bit of words of advice, what would it be? Because is, is it a over, is it a general thing that they kind of maybe messed up on or is it three different type of, you know what I mean? Is it three different things? Well, under Bo, I was only with Bo for like six, six months, yeah. six, seven months. But um, I think he had a hold on things. He had been here eight years. Right. When, when, they, when they let Bo go and brought in Riley, you know, you, you try to give him the blueprint. Right. You know, I, you know, I say I'm not trying to tell you how to run your program, you know, but as a former player, here's the foundation. Mm-hmm. Now you take it for what it's worth. You do it how you want to do it. Um, but most coaches are set in their ways. Right, yeah. They want to do it their way. You know, not say per se the Nebraska way. Right. But and then you 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 make a change again, and <laughs> <laughs> it's an alum. Right. Yeah. And you you think he knows. Right. What, what, how Nebraska's supposed to be? I don't really give him advice. Right. And then. Yeah. Now you gotta. But so the common theme is so I'll I'll say it you know, that they ain't listen. They hard headed. You hard-headed. know there's an old saying: hard hard-headed head makes, makes a soft, soft right. mind. And it work. It, it hold true, right? Into, even 2023. 2023. Yeah, Game I mean, change. you right on, right on with it. I think the one thing that, uh, that you know, I think sometimes that that's their best quality. Yes. Right. Because you don't get these types of jobs anywhere to be a head coach at any level without having that type of steadfast of what you believe mm-hmm. in. But you also can be hard headed to the point of almost ignorance that where you aren't listening. Because just because you were good at, you know, Oregon State or wherever, you in the middle of the country right now and you playing against the big boys. This is the, this is pretty much if, if if you took it the Big Ten and the SEC. This is the farm system for the NFL. Yes. And so the the, the dynamics and how you win and how you go about running your business because it is a business yeah. over there is a lot different. Um, this is why also I wanted to ask you before we go to break. And here's what here's why I was trying to describe it. Uh, me and DP talked about it. When you coach at, just say Oregon State, Fresno State, those type of jobs, those are jobs. So yeah, I just said it's a job. Even the NFL, most of them are jobs. When you head up a program, just talk about how it's so much different because it is. It, it you know I feel it's different when you're coaching at a job, right? Mm-hmm. You're kind of really just punching the clock. You know you got you're you're there to just coach. When you're running a program. You're running a corporation, yes, and it's totally different. Totally different. Yeah, just I mean, talk a little bit about that. Each school is different, right? Each conference is different. Sure. I always said Nebraska is one of the top programs in the country, right? You know the brand, right? It's a corporation, mm-hmm. but it has to be ran right from the top down. Everybody has to be on the same page, working right. towards one common goal. So, yes, you want to do it your way, but. You got to do it that you way. You got to do it that way. Right. You got to do your way that way. That way. Yeah. And, you know, when they made the change from Bo, I tried to tell that person, hey, yeah. if you look outside them windows. Nice Mike. I just call him Grandpa Mike, Grandpa. man. <laughs> Mike Riley, bless his, you know. That's, Mike was. He, he was yeah. a great dude. But let me tell you something, man. Quiet as kept. Mike won more games than a lot of people think. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you this, though. And then I, this is what I really want to ask you before we go to break. Would Mike Riley had coached three or four more years here if Icorse ain't making fire banker to banker? See, I don't know if Icorse made him fire banker. I'm saying it. Okay. I know it for a fact he did. <laughs> okay. So, just okay. His, let's just play devil's advocate. 
let's just say Icor's made Mike Wright. I won't even call him Nice Mike. Fire Mike Banker mm-hmm. while he was recruiting mm-hmm. in the airport. Mm-hmm. Right, hold his feet to the fire. If he didn't make him do that, does Mike Riley last two or three more years? I think so. Yeah, I think because Banker's defense had, was, was improving. It was top thirty. It, it was it improved right from drastically, drastically, and um, had NFL players. Yes, that were productive. Yes, yeah. And See, Kenny, listen here, man. No. no. Listen, Let me finish. I'm gonna kick it, keep <laughs> no. it real. I'm gonna bring it out. If Riley, you know. Riley's I'm, worst decision was hiring Bob Diaco, but that wasn't his decision. Whoever decision it was, that, that was that, that was one of the worst hires ever. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna get into Bob Diaco after this because I'm gonna tell you about the time they, when you saw me come up there and, and we had that. You asked me what we talked about, and I let I murked out on you. So we're going to go to break. Also, we're going to go to break. Kenny will hide in here on the hot seat. He needs some water. He didn't want any water, but I'm going to give him some water. No, I'm good. Hot. Yeah, he come with it. I come with it. So he, so he, he got to cool off. I, I still got him on the hot seat. I'm going to ask about old Bob Diaco, the so-called best coach on campus. Oh, my God. When we come out of break, Jay Foreman, Kenny Wilhite, old school from the Scarlet Hotel. We'll be back in about six minutes and six seconds. Six minutes? Six minutes? Are you fresh? You're on. <laughs> You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.